everybody. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. This is the NFL edition. Week 10, I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do make up Heading Back to the Window. Good to see you, buddy. Hey, over here. My eyes are over here, buddy. There you go. Yeah, it's good, it's good to be back. There you go. Stop looking at the game. Stop looking at the What are you, are you watching the New Mexico State game? See, some people don't understand the power of live betting, right? So I ended up getting New Mexico State at the half plus 66 and a half. Okay. And they were down how many? 42? Uh, they were down 49 to 3 at the half. Okay. So not that bad. I needed to avoid a 21 nothing, just a 20 point, 21 point differential. As of right now, I am about 10 points clear, give or take. So I'm pretty much good. As long as Bama doesn't break something. No shenanigans. No shenanigans. No, T- no shenanigans. T train in the house. What a game in Happy Valley. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Not going to lie, I slept through the first half of like every 12 o'clock game. I had uh, I had Michigan. I've, well, I've got Michigan as a premium minus one and a half. So uh, absolutely puked it up on defense on that last drive, giving up three fourth down conversions, including the touchdown and then the two point conversion as well. And then fumbled on. Uh, in- you know how big the overtime is, though, for one and a half? Because you have to go for two? Yeah, I know. I know. That's got to be a sweat and a half right there for one and a half for overtime games. Well, at least they turned the ball over at the 15 and managed to hold Penn State to a field goal attempt. So, hey, Tony. Did, did, they didn't give you full false hope, but like 70% false hope. You know? No, they just they, they couldn't get that. So many of my teams this year, Scott, they just haven't been able to get that knockout drive when they're, when they're, mm-hmm. when they're up a score and just give me a little bit of insurance, a little bit of cushion. Michigan today couldn't get it done, and they're well on their way to uh, puking it up and disappointing me. Can't so. believe it! You're telling me Michigan's going to blow another game that they need to win in the fourth quarter with Harbaugh? I can't believe it. Yeah, I know, I know. It was uh, crazy stuff, man. Not good, not good. Uh, anyway, so it's good to be here. It's uh, our our farm play is looks very very grim when they didn't go for it when they didn't go for it in Alabama territory with fourth and three down a hundred points. Fourth or and two at the forty two yard whatever line. Whatever the fuck it was when they're down a hundred points, you're like, okay, <laughs> we're done. They're down fifty points. <laughs> yeah, Tony. You're... Uh, I mean, I appreciated it because I had the live line, but yeah, it's not exactly good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Wisconsin covers very nice. In hindsight, we probably should have taken the under in the Batman game instead of the fifty one and a half. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, T train says Michigan defense was so good for three and a half quarters. Yeah, they were. They were, dude. They 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 absolutely stoned them. Of course, I I can't believe Penn State's still in the game with without a running attack. It's just hard to believe. So anyway, yeah. it's good to be here. We're gonna talk a little NFL. Put the college in the rearview mirror for today, and we've got uh we've got an interesting slate of action, Scott. Before we do that, we're gonna recap last week's action, of course. And uh, what did you have? Remind me, Scott. Do you remember? I had the under in the San Francisco-Arizona game. How'd that go for Assuming you? that Kyler was not going to play. Right. He did not. And unfortunately for me, Colt McCoy led the uh, – I forgot it was – the Car- Cardinals to – I don't remember if it was 31 first-half points or they scored in like the first two minutes of the first half – or the second half or something. But either way, it went over by about a field goal because the Cardinals just wouldn't stop scoring. Yep. Really a damn shame. I beat a good line move. The what? What was that by San Francisco's defense? I, I know that you're not a good unit. Mm-hmm. Colt McCoy, mm-hmm. he had like four incompletions in the entire game. You couldn't stop anything. Colt McCoy. It's all about the experience, buddy. It's just like, but a situation where I know you use the cliche of like a must-win game. It's not even just a must-win game. Just show up to the arena. Like you need to at least try. 
Hey, they sh- got buried, so I picked up a loss there. Shout out to UMass picking up a 25-point loss to the Black Bears of Maine. <laughs> I think they fired their coach like right before the game. Again? Oh, no, that was UConn. That- UConn <laughs> ended up with with uh, Mora. Yeah. And I didn't even know he was in the running for a head coaching job. <laughs> you know, it's not a real head coaching job. Uh, meanwhile, I had Green Bay plus seven and a half. Over the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, big over, wasn't pretty. Big over, big overreaction. To Aaron Rodgers being gone. What a horrific game! I'm sorry to anybody that had to watch that, but it did. I did get the win. It takes me to one and zero on the year. And here is our official records. As you are three and five currently, and I uh, am five two and one. So once again, kind of a uh, kind of a one eighty from our colleges uh, from our college contest this year, but. You know what? Well, uh, we got a long, long way to go, everybody. Uh, so T Train and I are on different sides of this Michigan game. So uh, yeah, I, said, I said Penn State solely because I'm going to dare Michigan to win a game that they need to win. Yeah, I know. I know. Really, no logic behind it. Besides, I expect Harbaugh to choke again. All right, so let's get started. It's uh, number one in the rotation, number one in your heart, Scott. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars as they head to the friendly confines there. In Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Colts 10.5 point favorites and 47.5 is the number. Um, do you think Urban Meyer is still at the bar after the win against Buffalo, or do you think they're actually prepared for this game? I'll tell you what, if he's smart, he never will step foot in another bar for the rest of for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the season. He really shouldn't. But I'll tell you what, though, that win against Buffalo, if you had a ticket for Urban Meyer to be first coach fired. Can probably rip it up because I don't think they're getting rid of him now. Oh no, they're he gets one more win. They're built. They're building the memorial to him. They're putting. They're putting up a, a statue. I was even without the, the win, he should get through the year. I still can't oh, yeah. believe Mike Zimmer's there, but I'm, but that's a separate story. I think he would be the leader in the clubhouse, either him or Nagy. But the Bears got hosed last week. We'll talk about that when we get to their games. But still, I'm just looking through. I gotta like the Colts. They played on Thursday night. So they had the extra prep. Right. We know that the offense looked extremely balanced, which was something that we weren't sure if that was going to be the case just because of the fact that Wentz has been a little bit inconsistent with the turnovers, everything like that. But I am acknowledging that the Jaguars defense does look a lot better than it did earlier in the year. I'm going to go with the Colts, though. I think they'll dominate the line of scrimmage. I think the defense is good enough. Even though they won... Can we acknowledge how awful Trevor Lawrence has looked for pretty much the entire year? Hasn't been good. Hasn't been so, good at all. Uh, by the way, Browns backer in the house. Corey Graves is here. Fading USM against uh, UTSA at Southern Miss offense. They are dreadful. I didn't take that as one of my official plays, but I did take it on the show in Colorado this morning. So I'm uh, I'm on UTSA there. I was just worried about that number being a little bit tall, but... I'm so wrapped up in all the excitement, I truly forgot when the Air Force game even is. Uh, later this afternoon. It's, uh, that I, that much I figured out. That I pieced together. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. Uh, yeah. As far as this Colts game goes, the Jaguars... I'm going Colts, I'm going Colts and under. Well, you know what? The Jaguars, they're, they're a well-balanced offense as well, Scott. They can't run and they can't pass. Um, I'm assuming Robinson's not going to play. He's questionable. He's got that heel injury that he's been fighting for what seems like about six months now. But um, They won last week without him. Right. If he plays, he'll be extremely limited. Carlos Hyde did virtually nothing last week. The entire Jaguars offense did virtually nothing last week. So the question is, if the Colts score, let's just say 20 points, yeah, are we sure Jacksonville gets to 10? Absolutely not. No, there's no... So I'm going with the Colts in the under. Yeah, this team has scored 16 points in the last two weeks. They haven't registered double digits in three weeks. So 
No, I think you mean 16 points combined. 16 points combined. 16 yeah. points in the last two weeks, yes. Uh, that's... Yeah. Okay. Uh, T-Train says just six. Yeah, FCS scores. Yeah, I was watching that game. Up until halftime, uh, Maris got two quick scores right before halftime. They uh, hit a bomb, and then uh, the uh, Presbyterian turned it over. So, yeah, the over's looking good, and the uh, Presbyterian fade is looking good as well. We'll keep an eye on that as we move to New England up there in... Uh, up there in T-Train country as his beloved Patriots cheaters uh, take on the Cleveland Browns. Patriots minus two and a half. 45 is the number there, Scott. Uh, you know what? A running back room that did not need any more bad breaks got one this week as COVID hit the Browns uh, running back room. Uh, there's a... Uh, oh, that'll play. Um Looks to be a touchdown for Michigan. Beautiful. How about those? How about those Wolverines? Never a doubt. Under pressure, Hawbaugh, he's the man. Um, literally, Scott, Dearness Johnson is the only running back available right now. Uh, Felton has COVID. Uh, Chubb has COVID. Or, you know, they're all in pr- COVID protocols. I, I don't want to misspeak mm-hmm. here. I'm sorry. Uh, but they're all they're all down due to COVID or COVID restrictions. You know what we saw? We saw Cleveland do it against Denver with a couple with a couple of running backs. With with they still had three running backs, although Johnson took the main brunt of the carries. Can they do it with literally just one on the roster, Scott? See, the issue is New England just announced that Damian Harris is out, so New England's also shorthanded for the running back position. But they still have Stevenson, they still have Bolden, and Harris. We know has been very good inside the tackles. We've yet to really see Stevenson or Bolden get a serious run as the potential starter. They've both been very good complementary pieces to the backfield. I think New England's going to find a way. Now, the question is, Cleveland is such a great showing against Cincinnati last week. Is Cincinnati awful? Is Cleveland really good without Odell? Or what's the story there? And the truth is, I really don't know. I think this is one of the toughest spreads or games to predict as a whole this week because of the injuries and the fact that Cleveland, are we fully buying into the Baker better without OBJ? Because I was trying to be against it because I kind of hate blaming a wide receiver for a quarterback's problems. I've reached the point of no return where I just have to believe it, right? Yeah. Like I, Baker was ridiculous last week. He was. He was absolutely correct. So let's uh, let's take a look. Oh, he lives, uh, he lives uh, 35 minutes from Southern Miss. That's a beautiful part. I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, boy. I'm going to hold my nose and take New England just because it feels like a game that Belichick's going to bullshit his way through and find a way to win. I have to. I have to do that. Uh, I think I like, the, I like the under in that game, though. I do think both defenses will step up. We know that the Patriots kind of treat Mac Jones with a pretty short leash. Yeah. So I don't exactly expect him to be airing it out all over the place. New England's defense, though, very good. Baker looked really good last week, but I do think New England will throw some unique looks at him as Belichick tends to do to make other quarterbacks look terrible. I think it'll be close, down to the wire. Cleveland could win the game. It wouldn't shock me, but once again, I found this game the hardest to predict on the entire board. It could really go either way. Okay. We both said New England's going to make the playoffs, so we're kind of riding the New England train, right? Um, agreed. I just, my problem is, I don't know how Cleveland does it with 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 a lack of running backs. I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Baker is a guy that's going to be able to throw the ball 50 times and beat you. Well, for the record, I do think pretty highly of Johnson. I, think I agree. Johnson's a very good player. Yeah, so. I agree, but he has no one to spell him, Scott. He has no one. Yeah. No one. So, Brownsbacker, maybe you can you can speak to this. Have they signed any 
practice squad guys. I couldn't find any information on this that they they'd signed another running back. Any uh, any? Do gr- they have a fullback of some kind? Uh, anybody? Let me see. They have it. Peyton Hillis back. Like, do they have anybody? <laughs> right, right. Um, play the Pats with confidence. T train. I'm, I'm sure that has nothing to do. I'm sure you're completely objective there, but I I would agree with that. I think, and I and I and I disagree with your under Scott. I think this is a game where Cleveland's going to have to throw the ball. I don't know what else they're going to do, buddy. Um, I I don't see. I, I don't... just am impressed with what the defense did against Cincinnati last week. I think both defenses will look pretty sharp especially I know that you're talking about how they have to throw the ball and I get that but if both teams are known for their I don't want to say elite rushing attack but pretty close to it and it's a fair statement then I am a little bit concerned with how these offenses are going to look without their main weapon offensively because we would agree Chubb and Harris are easily the best offensive weapons for both teams and you say you you're seeing Harris is out yeah Harris got ruled out this uh, either this af- this morning or early afternoon God, I just I just checked injury report before we did this, and the, and he's not on there on the. He's officially been ruled out, so trash. you're gonna be looking at probably Bolden mixed with Stevenson. I doubt Taylor's gonna get any run, but maybe. I think Stevenson's not that bad for an in between the tackles guy, but oh, I I feel like once again, flip a coin. I'll go with New England. Well, I, I'd like to put it out there one more time. But ESPN is trash if you if you use them for. They have uh, the worst injury reports I've ever seen. Yeah, they're awful. They're awful. Awful. Uh, yeah, Hunt's, Hunt's out as well. He's on I, he's on IR. Uh, Chubb was going to be back, and then he's got he's got the COVID. Uh, T Train says he doesn't play the Pats very often. Okay, that's solid. So I, I'll take that. I'll take that to heart that he likes the Patriots even without Harris. Even without Harris, Tony, you good with that? Okay. All right. Now your team, Scott Cowboys, uh, looking to get uh, back on the right side of the ledger after. Uh, oh boy. Uh, so can we call that a surprising loss to Denver? I would just call it a no-show, but that works too. A complete a complete no-show. I mean, it's not losing the game is one thing, but losing it in style like that, that was where they were never in the game. And I I think the silver lining is that even though we both liked Dallas last week, at mm-hmm. least we both liked the under, so it wasn't a total loss. Right. Agreed. I so. yeah, I liked I liked Dallas a lot in that game. I thought I thought Denver had nothing, so well, you figured after they traded Von Miller, Thanks, they would just wave the flag on everything. Yeah, yeah, no, that wasn't the way that worked out at all. So, no. so can Dallas get back on the right side? They've seemingly got a a good opponent here. Although Atlanta showed up very nicely last week against New Orleans. Uh, of course, New Orleans has their own problems, but they were uh, uh, able to do it through the air. Um, Natty Ice three thirty two through the air, fourteen and a half yards per attempt. That's solid right there. Uh, this team can't run the ball, Scott. Are are you gonna? Is a one-dimensional team gonna be able to to beat the Dallas Cowboys? Well, I think in this case they potentially could because the Cowboys secondary Diggs has all the interceptions. He gets burned all the time, so I do think that they'll give up big plays. Plus, the real the only pass rusher. I know that sometimes Parsons does pass rushing, but he's mostly a linebacker. Uh, you're looking at Randy Gregory, who has been really, 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 really good, and he's out. So the Cowboys have absolutely no pass rush at all. I actually think a pass only or a pass heavy approach is the way to go for this game, regardless, because I do think that Atlanta should have time in the pocket because of the Cowboys. A, just a lackluster secondary, and B, without Gregory, I do think this pass rush has some issues. Atlanta's a team that chokes away games. They don't really get blown out that often, with the exception of the week one game against Philly. I'm going to go with Atlanta plus the points. Dak clearly looked about... I don't even know, 60% last week, 70% last week. Yeah. 
He didn't look great. Elliott's banged up as well. I do think it's not exactly a great spot for Dallas with all the injuries, et cetera. I think Dallas will win. I think Atlanta is going to find a way to lose in heartbreaking fashion. But heartbreaking fashion is good enough to cover this amount of points. So I'll take the Falcons and I'll go with the over. All right, I'm going to go the. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to. I'm going to take the Cowboys there. I just. I just think this is too good of a team, and I. I just. I'm always skeptical of one-dimensional teams, even the Dallas can't generate their pass rush that they're used to. So. Uh, I've got you down for the Falcones. As far as the total goes, I think I'm forced to play the over there. I just don't think there's going to be. I, I can't play the under. I just uh, can't. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not impressed with this Atlanta defense. They give up 19 to Carolina. They give up 20 to the Jets, but they've pretty much been gashed by everybody else. So, uh, yes, Alabama is going to cover, motherfucker. They already covered. The game's over. That's right. Yeah, it is. So, But I won. Well, and I think that's what's important, isn't it, Scott? Uh, it's important to me. I'll cash that 66 and a half ticket all day, all, all day, every day. Of course, everybody in the comments section is is rooting for Penn State here, and I've got the other side of that. So, um, you know, we don't always agree. Gambling but, brings people together and rips people. We don't always people. agree, but we, we, we do have fun. So, um, anyway, um, we've both got the over there. Hey, it's your other team. It's, a, it's, the, it's, a, it's the Scott Reichel doubleheader is the two teams you root for. Probably Does Mike White get through the first half? Mike That's White, the question. Mike White has been announced as the starter. Buffalo Bills, Scott, fresh off putting up six points last week. They get the, apart. They get the Jets. Uh, Bills, going to be a little salty on those wings up there at the anchor bar, Scott? The salty Bills? They should be, but they didn't look great against Miami the week prior. Then again, Baltimore looked awful offensively against Miami, so Miami's defense might actually just be good again as it should have been to start the year. So I'm looking at, oh boy. It's going to come down to garbage time. Uh, I think the Bills will open up a lead because they're against the Jets, and I do think they'll get back on track. The question is, can Mike White go for 350 yards, most of them being in the fourth quarter? Yeah, that is is the question. I'm going to go Buffalo. The Jets, I get, are an attractive pick playing on Thursday night and everything like that. And the issue with the Jets was that they couldn't stop the run against the Colts. Luckily for them, the Bills don't run the ball. So I don't know if that's going to really play a factor. But that Jets defense, what an abysmal showing. That was one of the worst defensive performances I've seen in a long time. The Colts probably could have scored 70 if they wanted to in that game. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills. I think they'll bounce back against one of the worst teams in the league. Mike White is going to have some moments. That Bills defense, though, Armine, everybody, really, really good. So I'm going to go with the Bills. I think they'll roll. Uh, very good. Uh, Corey Grace says Cowboys too many points to cover. Uh, he agrees with you. I think the Cowboys are just the far superior team there. So, but he, I yeah, think they are. Yeah. I, I just think that they are injured, and that's going to play a factor. All right, fair enough. As far as this game goes, you know, I hate to I hate to take all chalk here, Scott, but is, is the is the Bills really are, are the Jets really the team I want to break break it on? If assuming no, you know what? I changed my mind. Mike White fever. Yeah, I got the white I got the white fever. Uh, going to be a white flight. Give me uh, give me the Jets in garbage time. Okay. As far as the total goes, I. I, I can't get involved with an over with the Jets. I got the under there. I'm really tempted to take the over because I really think garbage time with Mike White's going to be a beautiful thing one way or another. 
Oh, do I think the Bills score 35? I'm going to go with the over. Okay. I think this game's going to finish like 35-21, 34-20, something like that. All right, very good. Um, <laughs> Baylor. The Jets abandoned the run in the first quarter, so I'm expecting to see a bunch of pass plays. Baylor ends up winning that game, by the way, 27-13. Can we finally put a fucking stake through the heart of this Oklahoma team? God damn it. And just like that, the Big 12 is dead. What a conference. Another great showing by a Power 5 conference this mm. year. Mm-mm-mm. Not good at all. Not good at all. Hey, uh, life without Derrick Henry continues week two as the Titans host the Saints. Uh, life without famous Jameis Winston. A couple of two pretty two, two pretty big pieces missing. Titans minus the three. Scott, they uh, showed up big time last week without Derrick Henry. Does that happen again? I'm going with the Saints here. Oh, no, sorry, not the Saints. Sorry, I'm going with the Titans. I was going to pick the Saints. And then Kamara got ruled out. Mm-hmm. How the hell am I supposed to pick the Saints with no Kamara and with Trevor Simeon at quarterback? Can't do it. Can't do it at all. There's there's just no way. And you know, probably the most surprising part for me, uh, this this Titans team this year has been their pass rush. They, they went from yeah. absolutely dead in the water with the pass rush last season um, to uh, respectable. And uh, yeah. they've, they've got the one cat there that's really has really come on. Um, By the way, T-Train, answer question. Do I think the Jets get to 20? I think they got a shot in serious garbage time once the Bills pull everybody. So I think that they're going to struggle, but I do think at some point the Bills will just allow the Josh Johnson offense to take place where they just give up a bunch of short yardage passes. You look up Josh Johnson has three touchdowns and 300-something yards. I think that might be Mike White's performance in the second half of this game. Okay. but Solid. Um, You know... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go down that road. The, uh, I, I think if you have a book where you can get first half under on the Jets, you can get first half under on what twenty. Yeah, I think wait, wait, for the first. I half. mean, I mean ten rather. I don't even know what the te- a team total for that game. Well, let's see. It's 13, 40, 47 and a half, 23, seven, is, uh, seventeen. Yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get ten. It's gonna, yeah. be, it's gonna be around seventeen or so. Yeah, yeah that's too low. They may not get the 20, though. All right. So Nathan's I got... asking what's going on with Utah and Arizona. The answer is don't take favorites of Pac 12 teams. They're all terrible. What's uh, Utah doing there? They're losing Arizona right now. That's scandalous. Because it's the Pac 12 and every team sucks. So that's why, that's why blindly it's like, all right, the Pac 12 is why I can't bet the conference. But for the Saints Titans game with no Kamara, with Simeon at quarterback, what are they supposed to do? I don't know. I'm going to give it to Ingram 20 times. Yeah. I actually think Tennessee's defense has been showing signs of life. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's offense has looked better. Uh, even without Henry, I thought they did a decent job. They weren't amazing, but the Rams' defense is pretty good. Give me the Titans in the under. Yep, I'm with you. I've got the same play there. Titans in the under as well. Uh, moving on to our nation's capital as the hated Buccaneers come to town right by my bucking hat. You know that joke, Scott? No, I do not. Where's your Buccaneers? Right under my bucking hat. Ah, nice. Oh, solid. All right. One and eight, Arizona, the shit pit of that league. I agree. I agree, Nathan. What are they doing? Uh, Thomas Bow. Good to see Tebow stopping by. Um, public plays, Rams, Bucks, Titans. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, R. Bragg in the house. Cash it. 
says under in the Saints Titans. Yes, Scott and I agree that it will be the yeah. under in the Saints Titans. A, a couple of Saints defense was good for about three quarters. Then mm-hmm. the fourth quarter happened, and Matt Ryan picked them apart. Yep. But um, as far as this game goes with the Washington Football Team, you see anything about this team you like yet, Scott? No. The only thing I liked about them early in the year was I thought Heineke was fun. Mm-hmm. I realized about two weeks ago he's terrible. Uh, like, you've been watching him over the last month. He's completely fallen apart. Well, you know what? We, we talk about it in baseball a lot, where the league ends up getting film on and a book on a guy. Yeah. And I think that's the case with him. They're starting to map his tendencies. And it's not uh, it's not going it's not going well for young. He's, atro- he's atrocious. Now Heineke, I still think is fun. I think he's a I think he's a capable backup quarterback that you'd bring in at some point. He shouldn't be starting now. NFL teams have been awful this season off the bye, but Tampa's better in every single area. I know that you have no Antonio Brown. You have Gronk ruled out as well. Godwin's going to be a game time decision. So there's a real chance Tampa Bay's down a bunch of guys. So I would probably pump the brakes on betting Tampa until you find out the status of Godwin. Because if you, if you're just at Mike Evans and a bunch of random guys out there, I do think that's a bit concerning. Right. But for me, Washington can't score. They can't stop anybody. I got to go Tampa. I'm not happy about it. No. But I think it's a good spot for Tampa because Washington struggles at pretty much everything that Tampa's good at. Yeah, that's you know this is a, these are two teams that have been overvalued by the markets and and over the bookmakers all season long. Tampa Bay six and two on the year, just three and five against the number. Washington just two and six on the year, even worse against the number, covering just one out of their eight contests. But if you look at the teams that Tampa has struggled to cover against, Tampa struggled to cover against some good teams. They didn't cover against New Orleans. They didn't cover against Dallas. Those teams is New Orleans, New Orleans a good team? New Orleans iffy, you know. They had Jameis for about a quarter and a half. You can make an argument that New Orleans is fighting for a playoff spot. Right. But they're still going to probably finish around 500, maybe slightly above 500. Yeah. Washington might win what? Five, six games? Maybe. They better hurry. Maybe. So the Buccaneers did a great job against Chicago covering. They've covered against some awful teams. I do think that I think the Washington team fits that bill. Plus, with no real, I'd say, no real bonus of using Antonio Gibson just because of how injured he is and how useless he's been for the last couple of weeks. You know, they can't run the ball against this team because Tampa's run defense is good anyway. Do I trust Heineke to throw the ball frequently? No, I think he's going to turn it over. I think he's going to struggle. So I like Tampa and my hot take, I'm taking the under because I really don't think Washington's going to score that many points. Okay. Well, you know, the, the, the problem is, is this a, this is a Washington football team that has shown themselves to be susceptible to good quarterbacks? Uh, yeah. Mahomes put up two ninety. Uh, Rodgers had a had a decent day, but they were able to uh, they were they were able to uh, that was just a uh, uh, a situation where they got a lot of turnovers and things. Um, yeah, and T Train pointed pointed out that out too about about their lack of. Uh, defense as far as the road I've, I've got to hold my nose and take the Buccaneers there I just can't do it I, I yeah and I, I got to go with the under because I know Washington's gonna have issues scoring the issue I have with Tampa I don't know how many normal starting receivers they're going to have it might be one I don't know if Godwin's playing yeah true so I can't take the over if Tampa's gonna be compromised in terms of depth agreed Oklahoma falls yeah they do fuck Oklahoma I don't know if they fell I would say they crumbled 
Yeah. There's a lot of words you can use. They died. You could really say anything you want. They got completely destroyed from start to finish. Man, there was two really good bodies of trends that went the opposite way on that Oklahoma Baylor yeah. game. I just I I, I I mentioned that earlier in the week. Somebody asked me about trends on the Daily Show, and I said trends are tricky because if you dig deep enough, you can usually find a trend to support both sides. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like trends are good, maybe in small doses. But if you're only basing your handicapping on trends, you're gonna have a problem in college, especially. That's in college, those kids are lunatics. By the so, way, anybody uh, anybody that affected, I just had to come come across the wire. Jimmy Butler is out tonight for Miami. So if anybody's okay. looking at the Heat, uh, you've got you've got the Buccaneers in the under as well. Oh, yeah, I have to. Okay, I got it. I got it. What are we all what are we riding all chalk here? Okay. I wouldn't say all chalk. Uh, well, you should because you've, you're all chalk so far. Oh, no, you got the yeah. Falcons. I'm sorry. You Damn did, right, I got the Falcons. You, you got the Falcons and I got the Jets. Fuck, it feels like don't a, you forget. a great week. Um, yeah. Uh, Nathan's point out, I, I've, we forgot to talk about that. I mean, there's so many weird things, but the Oklahoma State getting beat by uh, Oakland. Yeah. I'm not surprised. You, I don't get really? the motivation. I see. I'm surprised because, of course, you look at the teams and you say, well, Oklahoma State's supposed to be good. Of course, they lost Kate Cunningham. But once your team officially gets ruled out of playoff contention, I assume that the level of urgency plummets. Because Oklahoma State can't make it to the March Madness tournament this year. So I'm not, I'm expecting them to struggle. Who cares? What are they on probation? The players, yeah, they officially got ruled out for the uh, tournament this year. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. So the point is, if that's the case... Are the players really pumped to play a game against Oakland when they know that there's no reason to even go through the season? Well, half the players are going to transfer. I'll answer that question for you. Apparently not. Apparently not. I think half the players are going to transfer. Welcome to our NFL combo show. <laughs> the combo show, but somebody brought it up. I'm just saying. No, I know. State, yeah, people have to remember the motivation angle. And if you can't make it to the tournament, why even bother? Lincoln Lincoln Riley mad. Yeah, he's gonna he's he's gonna be really mad when he ends up coaching at Florida Atlantic. <laughs> Where the fuck he's headed? No, he's yeah, he's Lincoln Riley. He ain't going anywhere. But still, another disappointing year for Oklahoma. They just didn't have to wait as long as they usually do to be uh, to be uh, disappointed. I heard a bunch of articles saying that they were stacked and had new recruits. But yeah, they had new recruits. Didn't see the news. So I bet when you lose the number one pick in the country, that's uh, that's kind of a tough thing to get back. But the fact that they couldn't even make the tournament this year, I'm not going to say they're a fade in conference play. But I wouldn't lay big numbers with them. Let's put it that way. I haven't seen, and I, I, I haven't, I haven't thought to look it up. What's Cunningham done in the in the NBA so far? He's been, he's been terrible. I, was, I haven't, heard, I haven't heard his name get called much. So he, he can't shoot. The entire Pistons team is actually they have right now. They're shooting less than forty percent as a team. It's the lowest field goal percentage by a team in like fifty years. They cannot shoot the ball. Okay, it's crazy. Well, I, I want, I want you to remember who told you that Cunningham was going to be a bust. Uh, I said that I thought he wasn't athletic enough to be a seriously great player in the NBA. It was me. So, I can shut up. You thought he was a bust. I thought he was going to be an okay role guy, whatever. I still think he might be, but number one pick in the draft. I, I was all over Jalen Green, who hasn't looked amazing either. Yeah. Shout out to Mobley and Barnes. They've been really, really good. <laughs> the Maris spread went down to 10. Did it really? Because yeah, I saw Terry covered last week, you know, <laughs> they were due to cover again. Uh, update on that score. I just turned that on after the Michigan game ended. It is 50 to 50 to 14 with three and a half left in the third quarter. Marist is up 
So you're looking really good as far as covering. I'm looking pretty you're damn looking good. Looking fine too. You got the over. No, yeah, I see. I'm, I'm looking pretty damn good. You're you're yeah, about you're locked. Um, but uh, I never saw a line on Marish. Man, it's um. Can we say who's got it? Bet online has it. We don't like to. We I don't... thought you're supposed to say if you like to bet online. Yeah, I, we know where to find. I it. should because some of the offshores don't have it. I've got a lot of the offshores, but bet online consistently as the Presbyterian line. So I, I scar, as far as the legal books go, Scott, I don't know. I don't have one. Nathan's talking about St. John's and basketball. I'm not going to spend that much time on it because this is a football show. <laughs> I'm kind of interested. I don't know what to think of St. John's. They really like that team. I think they'll make the tournament. St. Peter's actually gave VCU a run for their money in the season opener. And St. John's played against basically a, an eighth grade team. So I can't really read much into St. John's and if they can cover this big number. But I do lean St. John's. I actually I think that team's good. Scooter, let's head to the Steel City as the Steelers host the Lions. Give me the dog. I'm tired of favorites. Give I know, dude. I know. We're, we're we're give me the dog. Give me the Lions. And you're just you're sure. just asking you're just asking to eat a big bag of dicks if you take if you take all favorites in the NFL. You, uh, you're you're gonna get killed out there. Give me the but favorites the of the, the over. <laughs> we talked about the the Monday night game, of course, on the Monday show. I took uh, Chicago plus the points right? because it seems like a classic Tomlin letdown game. It was a letdown after half because I mean, damn, they completely no showed for most of the second half. They won because of some questionable officiating. But do I want to lay this with the Lions? I, I mean, do I want to lay this with the Steelers? No. Because the offense still isn't very good. We know Tomlin always struggles to cover against bad teams. The Lions are awful. But every now and then, they'll sneak up and make a game close for no reason. I think this is the week. Give me the Lions plus the points. Okay. Uh, T-Train says he's looking at Mississippi Valley State tonight. Getting 30 and a half. Do they lose by 50? I don't even know who they play. Yes, they lose by 50. Are they playing a high school team? <laughs> um... So this is where you make your. This is the hill you die on, huh? You've gone to the uh, died on the Chicago Hill last week, and it worked out pretty well. You've gone to the Dan Campbell. This is the Dan Campbell Hill that you die on. Well, this is a, a Lions team that's. You know what? They're betters don't hate Campbell as much as Lions fans do. I'll tell you that because they're four and four against the number, which ain't bad for a team that hasn't won a game yet. Uh, People are distracted by the Eagles game because I don't know what the hell that was, but. The Lions, they had a bye last week, right? The Lions had a bye last week. That is correct. I do sir. like the spot there. I'll take the Lions. Okay. I mean, you have a bye against a Monday night, uh, a team that played a Monday night the week prior. I think it's a pretty good spot for Detroit. Lions have done pretty well with big spreads, Scott. They look like they are 4-1 and one when with spreads of 7.5 or better. So uh, it's actually, it's not it's not a bad spot. You and I, I feel like we're just we're just hanging onto the ledge of the Pittsburgh Steelers suck right here because we were so out in front of that the entire offseason. About the record for them is decent, but if you watch them play, they are not a good football team. You know what? That sounds like fucking loser talk right there. It's you not. You look to, who the Steelers can play. I don't give it. I don't give one shit. They are currently five and three on the season, and they're in great position to compete for a playoff spot. They're okay. doing far better than we said they would. You, you just have to own it, dude. Sorry. I'm, I said before the year, they would end up eight and nine. I'm holding, I'm holding out on that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, having said that, I will take, I will take Detroit here. 
I think I think this is a, a good spot. Like, At your own risk, results may vary. <laughs> yeah, your your, my, your mileage may vary. Absolutely correct. As far as the total goes, <sighs> I can't take an over with Pittsburgh. Goff could be awful once again. And we know Big Ben isn't exactly good at airing it out for big plays. Yeah. I'll take the under. Yeah, you've got, you know, the Pittsburgh's the good offense and they average 20 points a game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm on it. I'm on I'm on the under too. This this could be such a spectacularly horrible pick here on this whole game for us. But give me 23-17. All right. I like it. I'll take that. Brownsbacker says, you know, he'll be rooting for the Lions. Yeah, any anytime you fade the Steelers, I'm all, all about it. I probably like the Browns. The I like. I don't like Baltimore. I really don't like Pittsburgh. I'm a, I like Cincy. Uh, I you like mean C- this year or just in general. In, in general and this year. I, I, I'm talking about just. Do I like to if I if all things being if, equal? I don't know if I like Baltimore because they always choke in the playoffs with Lamar, but I do really respect Harbaugh as a coach. I think he's one of the best coaches on the planet. Nathan needs the Utes to put their foot on the throttle. Uh, put on the throat. Yeah, you got UTSA. God, yeah. What the fuck is up with the Utes? I, Pac-12, I, man. I dodged. Psycho town. I dodged that bullet, but not by much, man. I thought real serious. It it just about made the list. Damn um, psycho town. Yep, agreed. Okay, so Lions under there. Chargers minus three, and <laughs> I think I you got a total on that. I've written down five point five. I believe that's wrong. Is it fifty point five? Is it 50 and a half? Uh, for the Chargers game, I see 53. Okay. 53 flat? Yeah. 53 or 53 and a half, depending on where you shop around. All right. I probably had 53 and a half, but all right. Uh, you know, they don't. these games don't get any easier. because You don't really... That's, that's a good way to start off this game. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, because you're looking for... You're always looking for teams that have really established their identity. They, they you, you know that they're going to be all of this way or all that way or the vast majority. The word of the time. I'm looking for is consistency. And yeah. these teams have none of it. No, you know, and it's it's borne out by their records. Minnesota three and four, three and five. They're four and four against the number. They're four and four over under. Chargers five and three, five and three, three and five. So you know what the fuck you do with that? Um, you you get a I, I bank on the Chargers team to take care of business against New England. Sorry, Tony, but. They go up there, and New England absolutely runs them out of the building. So I did a fantasy football podcast this week, and I called it the Jekyll and Hyde Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You, Which you, I feel like it's a good way to summarize both teams. Sure, I, I feel like I truly feel like you just fucking get a coin out. I'm taking the Chargers. You say, well, the Chargers are at home. Well, that really hasn't made a, a bit of difference. Uh, My question is, do you really want to back Mike Zimmer? I don't give a shit. What? I, don't I just care. think he's going to be fired immediately. Uh-huh. The Vikings find a way to just blow teams out to get to blow games and and fall apart. The Chargers won last week. I thought it was a nice win there. I'm going with the Chargers. I really think that Zimmer's a dead man walking. I'm shocked he's still the coach. Yeah, they 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 find new and interesting ways to piss away games. No no question about it. Uh, they let Baltimore come back. They had that game won. Um, I want to go back to bed the farm? You you con. Put some respect yeah. on Coppin State, Nathan. I want I want you to roast those bookmakers for me. Coppin uh, State's a team too. You know, at the end of the day, Scott, you're telling me with this line, you're telling me that those teams are equal. As uh, uh, Basilak's going to go, by the way. Um, Good for Basilak. I don't I don't think these teams are equal. I, I with a three with a three point as a three point favorite, right? That's what, that's what they're telling us. You say if you the Chargers neut- are better. If neutral field, it would be an even match. I don't mm-hmm. believe I don't believe that's true. I believe the Chargers are a better football team. So 
I don't know how Minnesota will figure out how to uh, how to do it. At least the Chargers don't piss them away late. They just they puke up the game and they're they're never in it. But um, as far as the total goes, I'm not going to get involved with this Vikings defense to do anything that I need them to do. I'll play the over there. I find betting totals with the Vikings so difficult because you never know which Kirk right. Cousins team, which Kirk Cousins is going to show up for the action. Right, they game. go, they put up thirteen and ten. You go, well, fuck, they're an under team, and then they just bust out, and then, of course the defense ends up sucking. So, so what do you, what, what train are you riding here, buddy? I'm going to go with the under because even though the Chargers put up twenty seven points last week, they moved the ball well. I don't know if twenty seven against Philly is good or bad. With that much success that they had with 350-something passing yards, et cetera, right. they should score 30-plus. Right. I'm going with the under. Okay. All right, I got you. T-Train talking about that uh, Chargers game last year that New England won 45 nothing. How do you beat anybody 45 nothing with Cam Newton? That's a great question. I had money on the Patriots in that game. Now, did you have them, have them to cover 44 and a half? I had the money line. Okay. Well, so you, well, I was shut on the, the dog fuck, there. Shut the fuck up. They won 45 nothing. I had the money line. <laughs> Congratulations. They were underdogs. I don't I mean, I don't know. You take Belichick to win some random games. But I do I think that a factored in a lot to Anthony Lynn. I do think that their new coach is good. I think Staley's highly overrated. He goes for it all the time on fourth down. Congratulations. I think he's an overrated coach, but I think he's pretty good. Henry Martinez, this is something that I would do. He said my dumbass took UAP minus thirteen on accident thinking it was Auburn. I was trying to tell Rachel because I knew it was gonna break his losing streak. <laughs> Auburn was a really, really fun game, by the way. I don't know if you kept tabs on that one yesterday. <clears throat> I had Auburn minus 24 and a half against Yule Monroe. They trailed by two at the half. They outscored Yule Monroe by 30 in the second half. <laughs> so so instead of instead of in the rocking chair, he was sitting in the electric chair, but he got but he got away with it. You won though, you know? Bama, Auburn, close enough. You know, Alabama, Birmingham, you know, they're all close. You know, whatever. Nin- they're Nin- all cousins. Ninja Ninja brings up a question that we get asked probably more than anything else as far as the technical aspect of sports betting. Do you buy the hook? Scott, how do you feel about that? I will do it occasionally. If I'm ever buying a hook, it's with the dog. I really don't buy the hook with the favorite ever because I'm going to be laying seven that I'm expecting them to win by at least pretty much 10 points. That's usually how I go. It's when you're taking the 16-and-a-half-point dog and you really want the 17 that you consider taking the point. So do I ever buy? Not really. I learned a while ago. I used to buy all the time. I used to be a huge buyer. NBA totals. I was doing that throughout high school. And you realize long-term you're getting killed in terms of return value, Correct. if you're just buying points all the time. So, no, I would say I do it sparingly, but I always shop my line. So, occasionally, you can find a free half point out there. I'm embarrassed to tell you that I will occasionally do it as well. And I'm only embarrassed because I know the math, and the math doesn't support buying the hook ever, mm-hmm. ever under any circumstances. Yet I still find myself doing it, and I will. I will do it with favorites, Scott. If it's a seven, I'll buy it. I'll buy it to six and a half. And I. It depends on what the. If I'm and if I'm getting a good, I'm, if I'm getting a good price, if I'm if I'm getting like minus one hundred five anyway, and it takes it to minus one twenty, yeah, I'll probably. I'll, I, I'm I'm more apt to buy. I'm than That's I would be. That's fair. I think the ceiling for juice. I'm never laying more than one twenty, one twenty five. Okay, yeah, one thirty. All right. But usually, if you're buying a key number from seven and a half to seven, or you know, seven seven and a half. Uh, you're buying that seven to six and a half. Usually it's like minus 135, minus 140. That I don't think is worth it. 
Nathan Cerner says the hook is be the difference between the L and the W. Absolutely, but it doesn't happen enough to justify the extra money that you're giving away because you've got to hit. And if, if you're interested in the math on it, there's there's some places on the internet where they have the, the math broken down really well. But basically, it comes down to the fact that you're going to be paying an extra twenty cents, Scott, roughly, if you're taking if you're hooking down key numbers, if you're hooking down. It's twenty cents for an exact outcome between two points. Right. So you've got to. You've got to you've got to have it be relevant six times for that to be a positive play, and it, that hook does not come into play six times um, out of, out of the for every you you've got to have it hit one out of si- one out of six. The hook has to be relevant for it to be profitable. That doesn't happen. That's that's yeah. the math in a nutshell. So I agree. For basketball, though, I really don't buy points ever. No. I, if you're going to be laying five six, you're preying on some free throws to not screw you at the end anyway. I don't think buying in basketball is really worth it. Yep. Uh, Browns backer said took Purdue. Line went to 18. Uh, what did we do on that one? I was on Ohio State. You were on Purdue. We both love the over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Panthers at Cardinals. Cardinals minus the 10. 44 is the number. P.J. Washington season. Mm. P.J. Walker, I mean. P.J. Walker season. Okay, so we'll ask the question that we always ask. Is it a is down? It better than Darnold? Is it a downgrade? Right. You've got you've got the you've got the questionable starter, and now he's hurt. So we've got PJ. I don't know Walker. Walker Tucker. Yeah, Walker. Yeah. Okay. Walker. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where are we at? Where are we at on this? Ten points. That's a ton. Cardinals, very good team. Uh, they shit the bed exactly what one time this season. Uh, they I'm gonna take Carolina plus the points. Carolina plus the points. I don't, I don't think Tyler is gonna play. Well, let me. Uh... My, qu- my question for you is: If Kyler's banged up, and you won with house money, you mm-hmm. pulled the Cowboys maneuver, you won with your backup quarterback, right? Don't you think that buys Kyler an extra week? I think it does. I don't think he's going to play. Uh, he is, yeah, officially questionable. Hopkins is What's questionable. What's the point? I worry about that. I'll tell you what else I worry about, Scott. I worry about Max Garcia. I worry about the. I worry about the offensive line with. That Carolina defense, though, is really, really good. Except when they're not. But yeah, for except the... when they're not. But it's not their fault when they're on the field all the time because Darnold can't get a first. That's down. that's true, and that is undervalued, I think, a lot in the NFL. And that's something. If you guys have been listening to me for a while, either on the premium side or on the free side, you know that I uh, really uh, value that. So it it makes a huge it yeah. makes a huge difference in the second half, and it makes a huge difference as far as personally making live plays, I, I keep pretty close tabs on time of possession when I'm making live plays in football games. The bright side for Carolina, Cam Newton will not be playing in this game, so I like Carolina plus the points. Is that a good move to sign Cam Newton, Scott? If you want to help morale, I don't think he can throw the ball. I don't think he should be in the league. I think if he's going to be in the league, I would hire him to be my QB sneak specialist and only bring him in for like short yardage goal line situations because so many quarterbacks have no idea how to sneak the damn ball. But, no, he can't throw. Now, is Walker good? Not really. But I do like the defense. I think, unlike San Francisco, they will show up. I think they'll do a good job containing Connor, because really nobody's been able to run on Carolina all year long. And Hopkins is still banged up. I do think Carolina's going to keep it close. Give me the Panthers. Fuck. I'm taking... I'm taking so many favorites here. I feel like I ought to be eating dollar shrimp cocktails and looking for the high roller to ride. See, I loaded up for the winter on favorites during the early slate, and I'm loading up on the dogs for the later slate. Fair enough. Um, 
Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna completely. Do you want to lay ten and a half with Colt McCoy? My answer is no. Uh, I just don't, I just not, I'm not impressed with this Panthers team, especially on the road. Give me the Cardinals. I'm by the defense. Give me the, give me the Cardinals minus ten. And I like the under. Nope, over. Sorry. That's why. Well, that's why we disagree. If Carolina's going to cover, I'm not expecting a shootout between Colt McCoy and PJ Walker. All right, fair enough. All right, so we're we're completely divergent there. Yeah. Packers Hawks. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like he will be playing. He had a second negative test today. He's asymptomatic, so he's good to go. Um, Scott, I had this argument. Get Russell Wilson back. I had this argument with my wife earlier today. Was was Aaron Rodgers vindicated on his whatever side she said? That's the side you agree with. Pro tip. I and I just brought it up. Was 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 he vindicated by his special Aaron Rodgers doctor protocol and uh, his Joe Rogan treatment because he had COVID and didn't really affect him? I think that he was not vindicated at all because it's a matter of him putting other people at risk. Just because he got through it doesn't mean that what he did is less of a problem. The issue is you want to avoid the rest of your teammates from getting COVID. Okay. I just wanted to bring so, up a topic. No, absolutely not. I just wanted to bring up a topic with the uh, biggest amount of potential to d- divide everybody in the comment section and get us fucking yelling at each other. So, just saying, if she disagreed with you, you'd save yourself a lot of grief if you disagreed. With I her. didn't really have a po- I didn't really have a, a a point one way or the other. It was just, I was really just asking the question. By the way, I just hit my over, and your Marist. Uh, they just put up uh, their fifty seventh or fifty. Get home. Get in there. Point. I think that's red gonna, foxes. Get in there. That's going to take them to a thirty six point lead with. Roughly 13 minutes remaining. Uh, cool. Uh, I think, is that right? They, or they already put it up there. Maybe they already put it. Maybe it's, maybe that just got it to 50. Either it way. looks good. Let's put it that Either way. way, I think we're golden. So, Congratulations to those of you that rode our Maris train one more time, man. I, I had to go last second Maris because it was, it was the final game. I, I couldn't not. I had to bet against Presbyterian in the final game. What kind of co-host would I be? If that's a literally the only thing we're known for on the college show, right? Uh, I have to do it, and I just and I just had to do it. I, I in real life, I made that same play that you did, but for the show, I had to take the over because the over had been cashing too. I think the over's well, cashing. Well, you took every game it first, one. and then I stole your thunder, and then you felt bad. Yep. And yep. you're like, you know what? We're not going to share two plays. Right. Right. So let's do this. I'm, I'm like, going to do right, a fine. different play. Yeah, I'll take the, the same, same exact. Thing. You're expecting Maris to put up sixty. That's basically how it's going to well, go. Well, guess what? Yeah, they put up fifty-seven so far. So I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a victor already. I can do my dance, and uh, you, on the other hand, you look pretty good. So, cool. Uh, Bill Moore says he just hit his Maris Presbyterian, Presbyterian over seventy-two. Scott, do you think we've moved lines on Presbyterian games? Have you heard anyone? Apparently not, because Presbyterian went from thirteen to ten. If you heard anyone else in so... the in the nation talking about fading Presbyterian, and I'll I'll put that to the comment section. Have you guys read anything or heard anybody besides us talking about fading Presbyterian? I'm, we I'm... will gladly take full credit if nobody's realized, because I haven't heard anybody talking about Presbyterian. I haven't either. Nobody. Nope. 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 And we were on the over early. We were on the over train with Presbyterian. And then we started noticing that they just weren't competitive against scholarship teams. Yeah. So it was an over, but then Campbell won by 70. And you go, why are we not just taking minus nine? <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> yeah, God God bless you. Uh, I still need him to go over 75 and a half. Uh, you're, you're you have home. what, like 11 minutes? You're home, Ted. It's at 77 now. Congratulations, buddy. Cool. Uh, Ted hit a... Uh, Oh, he's got he's got Maris minus eleven in the same game and over seventy five and a half. 
I don't want to jinx you, brother. I think you're in good shape. You're over as got home. Uh, Nathan didn't hear Presbyterian was playing. Nathan, no! Free you gotta mo- watch the free college money. show, man. <laughs> Here's the money, brother. You gotta watch uh, the college show. That's right. Gotta watch the college show because it's the last week. They're not, and they're not going to a bowl game. <laughs> Hell of a run, by the way. That's a Hall of Fame run for it, for betting. It it reminds me. I told you this earlier. It reminds me of Eastern Michigan about seven eight years ago when we just they were. This reminds me of Mississippi Valley State, but in football. Yeah, good one. Packers minus three and a half. Seahawks Scott. Packers. I'm taking them right here. Russell Wilson is back. Chris Carson most likely will be back. I don't care. I don't care. Aaron Rodgers is angry. He's pissed off. He wants to show the world that that motherfucker, he's back. COVID ain't got nothing on Aaron Rodgers. Minus three and a half. I got the Packers. Uh, 50 and a half is your total. Oh. Do you want to take an under with Rodgers versus Wilson? I don't. I don't, and I'm not going to. Give me the over 50 and a half. I'm taking a lot of overs. This is just going to be... Uh, it's, just, it's this donk city for me, Scott. This is it's 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 favorites and overs today. Don't do this at home, so, kids. Yeah, I'm gonna ahead. surprise some people here. I'm taking Seattle on the under. I'm gonna take a bold stance here. I, I feel like even though Rodgers is back, he's hasn't practiced basically all week. And B, we've seen athletes in various sports struggle immediately after coming back from COVID. So even if Rodgers plays. I'm not expecting him to look like peak Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to struggle a little bit. Now, Wilson, of course, is coming off of injury. Right. So you can make an argument he won't be sharp. That's why I'm leaning towards the under, because I do think both quarterbacks, despite being elite, should be, let's just say, less than 100% accurate, maybe around 70% accurate, give or take, for this game. But I like Seattle at home. I think this game's going to be close. Might surprise some people. But I'm going to go with Seattle, and I'm going to go with the under. Hot take. Scott, you play parlays? Uh, sometimes, usually if they're correlated. What's the biggest, how many legs will you play? What's the max? Am I actually trying to win or am I trying to have some fun? Trying to win. Not just something you dunk Uh, off 20 bucks on. Every now and then I'll do like a four teamer. Okay. But I'll throw a small amount, but I'll, I'll go UFC method of victory parlay. I'll go like 50 to win like four grand and I'll just throw some stuff out. But usually if I'm trying to win two picks, Sometimes three, unless you're doing like a money line huge favorite, like four picker, you know? Okay, very good. Hey, Jones, you, Jones in the house says you guys are so informative. Uh, you know a lot. Thanks, Joan out there in LA. Joan, looks like another team for your Rams. I'm I, I'm a slave to the math, Scott. I I, I just, it, it comes from working in the casino, my casino background. I just, I can't make myself do it. I, I will occasionally play, I like playing money line parlays. Yeah. Um. I like I like playing teasers. I'll play, I'll play I'll play a couple two team teasers every week. I think there's value there. Teasers I like. Um. But as far as the parlays go, the math just the math just doesn't work for me, man. And, I'll uh, go with the fifty dollar to win four k on UFC if I'm going for exact methods to have some value. Because if you followed what I did last week and you had a couple of those plays, if you parlayed a couple together, you probably did pretty well. Yeah. Absolutely true. Sorry about that, Joan. She's in PA. Uh. uh which which side? Pittsburgh. Yeah, you're on the Pittsburgh side, the Philly side. Two very different places. In the meanwhile, we're coming down the home stretch, buddy. Uh, hey, it's uh, speaking of psycho teams. Can I introduce you to the Denver Broncos as they host the Eagles coming west to play at Mile High? Uh, Broncos. No offensive coordinator. Broncos uh, minus one and a half. Forty-five is the number there. They are down there. Uh, offensive coordinator, like you said, he's out. He's out with the Rona. 
Um, you're gonna, oh, you doing UFC? Joan likes UFC. You're doing your UFC video later, or have you already done it? I already did it. All right, it's up. It's up. Go check it out. And uh, card is already like midway through. Okay. Oh, is it another daytime? What the fuck? Why do they do that? Because they can. Okay. I don't know. All right, fair enough. Oh, uh, there you go. Two hours from Philly. All right, well, welcome. Welcome, Joan. My bad about the LA. Very different. <laughs> uh, hit a four-legger with a UFC last weekend for you, Scott. How about that? Definitely a nice card for us. Is that a great... It, honestly, and I know we're running late here, but would you rather Would you rather win... Would you rather have somebody tell you that, that like, I hit a four-teamer based on your advice, or would you rather hit one of your own bets? Um, or how, just you know what? That's win. not a, that's not a fair question. They usually overlap because I'm betting every play that I give out. Right. I just I, I I I get a special joy about that when when somebody says that I was able to help them out. You know because yeah. because they certainly they're not shy letting you know when they've they've backed you and you've lost. So mm-hmm. it's it's good to it's good to hear the good stuff every once in a while. I'm just I'm just saying we're all we're all creatures of ego. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, Broncos minus one and a half with our, our offensive coordinator. The Eagles, Scott, last time Broncos played an RPO-heavy team with a big running quarterback, it didn't work out too well for them as Baltimore came to town. Now, I'm not uh, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is Lamar Jackson, but they do run a very similar type of offense. Um, you know what? I'm taking I'm taking the Eagles. I am too. I'm I'm taking the. Uh, that seems like that seems like a free underdog right there. And for the record, when we say we're taking somebody plus one and a half, almost always we're taking money them on the money line at plus yeah. at plus value. That's a again a thing that it's it's much easier for you to just look up the math on the internet if you're if you're interested to have me try to explain it without graphics and shit. But yes, yeah. I know that Denver was very good last week. Yeah, it was one game. Uh, yeah, if they do it again, if they do it again, we'll tip our hats and say, you know what, we need, we need to reevaluate our Denver position. But just like, like the Eagles beat the Lions by forty. They lost to the Chargers the following week. It's a week-by-week league. Don't overreact to the one-game performance. Joan wants you to know that she rides your tail, Scott. So Thank you. That's a I good, appreciate that. That's a good, I thought you had that cut off at birth, but it's good to know. Um, that was more of a court. To me, to me, this is... If the Broncos do it again, congratulations. But just like I backed Dallas, despite their horrible performance against the Broncos, I can't overreact. On the Broncos side, either I've got I've got the uh, I've got the Eagles here. Broncos still having trouble scoring. Yeah. Um, I like the under. I like the under as well. Okay, very good. Uh, and we finish it up. I think everybody knows how I'm going to play this one. Chiefs minus two and a half at the Raiders. Fifty-two is the number there, Scott. Well, the Raiders, of course, are the appealing pick because the Chiefs have fallen apart. I think the Raiders are about to fall apart. And I said that last week. I like the Giants' money line as my bold call. Not really a bold call, but that was my underdog pick, so to speak, and that got there. Give me the Chiefs. Okay. I know you're going to take the Raiders. Absolutely, but give me the 100%. Until they show me, Scott, that they can do something. Something. Okay. I I, I got to fade them. I, I, well, I don't blame you. I just think the Raiders are a team without rugs. They really just don't have many guys offensively. Got Hunter Renfro. What are you talking about? I'm a huge Renfro guy, but he's not exactly an over-the-top guy. Well, maybe they'll remember that. Uh, maybe they remember that Darren Waller plays for their team. Maybe he hasn't. I don't know. It feels like he hasn't caught a pass in three months. Um, I'm gonna. Pl- I'm gonna play the under here, bud. I'm gonna play the under. Uh, I agree. The under in a Chiefs game. They just everybody in Kansas City. We're, there's two camps of people in Kansas City. There's the everything is going to be fine. It's the Chiefs. You've seen them play. You know what they got. 
And then there's the other camp that I happen to be a part of, like, well, I don't know what happened, but they've had eight games to do it, and they or nine games, rather, and they haven't done anything. They've played one decent game, and that was against Philly. Um, and even then, they gave up 400 yards to hurt. So, you know, fuck it. Um, show me. Prove it. Let's do it. I got the, I got the Chiefs. Uh, excuse me, I got the Raiders plus two and a half. I'll play the under with you as well. Yeah. All right, very good. That's, uh, that's going to wrap it up, man. How about that? Oh, no, yep. we got to do our picks. We got one thing remaining, Scott. And, um, oh, yeah, loser's walk. I despise. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I didn't do it oh, yesterday. Wait. Get ready for our 5,000-star whale play. Fade the public sharks one million unit lock of the century. By the way, in a joking form is the only time you're ever going to hear either one of us use the word lock. Yeah. So or I got locked record, out of my house. Yes. As you can tell from the NFL record, NFL has not been too kind to me this year. I've despised betting on this on the actual league this year. Let's put it that way. But for this one, I'm going to go to an old reliable which I haven't done in college football in a long time. I'm taking a quarter play. I'm going to do it because screw it. <laughs> I'm taking Buffalo minus three in the first quarter against the Jets at minus 110 on DraftKings. The Jets, we know, if you don't know, the Jets are the worst first quarter team in the league, and they lap everybody about three times over. They are abysmal in the first quarter. And to go through the numbers here, Buffalo ranks fifth in the league in first quarter points per game. The Jets rank last. Buffalo ranks first in first quarter points allowed per game. The Jets rank last. I think Buffalo, after losing to Jacksonville, is going to be extremely pissed off. And I think they're going to end up going out and beating up on a Jets team early on. I mentioned the garbage time angle with maybe the Jets coming from behind to put a backdoor cover in. But Buffalo, after that Jacksonville game, I do think will get off to a decent start. The Jets are so bad in the first quarter. I got to take it. Well, those numbers extrapolate out to the half too. We played we played anti Jets last last week as far as a premium play goes in the first half, and um, they're, they're they're abysmal. Browns backer, I'm trying something. Okay, bear with me. What, it's what, quarter bet. Damn it, I've been good at quarter bets. <laughs> well, let me have this moment, man. Let me have it. And I couldn't have been fucking happier when you clanged your field when you clanged your extra point off the upright to tie on your first the first quarter bet that you made I, I don't remember how many quarter plays I took I want to say I took like five or six in college I'm pretty sure I went like four two and one or like four I, I did really well with you did. first quarter you play. did you did fine real men bet the full games but I digress <laughs> I'll be less than a man but I'll have money uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, thanks, Joan. We'll, uh, no, not tomorrow. We're off tomorrow, baby. We'll be back Monday. Just take your Raiders play and let's get out of here. All right. No, you know what? I can't, I can't do it. It's, it's the, it's the Raiders. Um, I, I'm going to, is it actually the Raiders? I was, I was, I was joking. No, no, no. It's the, it's as a Chiefs fan, you go, it's, it's the Raiders. I can't, I can't like put it all out there that way. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Titans minus the three. That's that's gonna that's gonna be my official play. I, I I swear to God, Scott, I was I was tempted by the fading the Jets first half, but when you took the quarter play, well, like okay, that's not that's not really giving the the folks much. So, I uh, I I like this I like this Tennessee team. They uh, they showed me a lot without Derrick Henry. I was I was stunned the way they stepped up against the Rams, and uh, I I just just. Quarterback situation for New Orleans gives me absolutely no confidence at all with Trevor Simeon going 
Um, just not a fan, and then they're not they're going to be without Kamara. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to overreact to one team losing their running back and not react at all to the other team losing their running back. And I'm going to take Tennessee minus the three points against the New Orleans Saints. So there you go. Uh, R. Braggs says Notre Dame uh, team total over 36 and a half tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll do it. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us, man. This has been a uh, this has been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to a I'm looking forward to a Sunday just uh, watching some football and uh, doing some stuff there. So. Everybody, good luck on all your plays. Thanks for stopping by, checking us out. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. You know the drill, all that good shit. Scott, you got any final words? Uh, no. Hopefully the UFC plays cash. Hopefully my college plays cash. Pretty sure I'm 2-0 and so far, so I'm in good shape. But hopefully everyone picks out some winners this weekend. There you go. You guys have a great weekend. Thanks again for being part of the show for me and for Scott. We'll uh, come back and uh, do it all again on Monday. We'll see you guys then. Take care, everybody.